Maybe you have seen me on TV. Now who died and made you referee? You did your job. Now get out of here and let me do mine. These JV lowlifes need to be taught a lesson. You actually said that like you believed it. <laughs> cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. beans. Cool beans. Ah, a fellow chucker, eh? Fishy, fishy. They said I was retired. They said I was too dangerous for the Pawnee Police Department. Turns out they were right. Work Tech Fun, a PCM podcast. Dude, I'm so excited. I just found Little Debbie Christmas tree cakes in my desk. <laughs> I found uh, Christmas brownies in mine like two weeks ago. This is amazing. So. Like, I, I'm sure what happened is they had some in the kitchen, and uh, I, I was like, oh, I'm going to save these for when I really need them. And I'm feeling like I really need one <laughs> right now. I don't know why. Are they the same? Like, are there any other... Zebra cakes, are they the same as the Christmas tree? Um, I feel like the the Valentine's cakes, the pink ones with the white crisscross pattern yeah. on top, I feel like they're similar. Just they're heart-shaped, the, right? Do I? Are they heart-shaped? Yes. Um, just without the the green sprinkles, you know? Otherwise, I feel like they're very similar. But I just for some reason, the Christmas tree just tastes better. It is the most wonderful time of the year. It is. What did you find, brownies? brownies yeah the with the white with snowflake, the snowflake icing on top i don't like the white snowflake icing you shut your mouth you dirty tramp that's that's what you ate uh during the podcast <laughs> like a couple podcasts that had like yeah. four of them yeah all in the middle of the same podcast yeah well deanna's out again today so she gets yeah. sick a lot on fridays i don't think she likes hanging with us she's faking actually she did just text us and say i'm so sorry i don't get to record uh, really what happened was the podcast she wasn't here for was the best podcast and then she was here again last week and it was like eh mm-hmm. so she understood that she needed to back off maybe a little bit yeah she knew so anyway what have you been streaming this week uh, let's see uh, been listening to uh, Toad the Wet Sprocket um, what is that Toad the Wet Sprocket is uh, uh, early 90s um I think maybe just 90s. It might have been late 80s, but at least early 90s uh, band um, that kind of had that alternative sound to them, a little bit uh, more acoustic than rock sometimes. But uh, funny enough, um, they're tied to like so many of my other favorite bands. Like uh, um, Glenn Phillips is the lead singer of Toad the West Rocket, and he did a side project with um, two of the members of Nickel Creek, which is one of my favorite all-time bands. And then um, the guys of Jars of Clay, which might be one of my favorite all-time bands, um, they actually uh, met because one of them was wearing a Toad the Wet Sprocket shirt at college. And so, you know, they were at like a small liberal arts Christian college or whatever. And, you know, back then, if, you know, if you weren't wearing, you know, your casting Jesus crowns. tea, yeah. you know, well, no casting crowns back in the early '90s, but oh, okay. if you were wearing your uh, your Jesus tea, you know, you were seen as a weirdo. So I think they bonded over the fact that here was a guy at the small Christian college wearing a Toad the Wet Sprocket T-shirt, and so that's how they got to talking and eventually formed the band Jars of Clay. So I mean, that's how Christian music started, right? A bunch of rebels, bunch that's of how rebels, CC, not Christian music, but CCM music contemporary yeah. started. Yeah, they started pushing back against the traditional stuff. So. Um, Look what you've done, done, Toad. What is it called? Toad, toad the, the Wet, wet Sprocket. sprocket. Yeah, yes. Look, look what you've done. Yeah, they're they're a good band, though. Um, if you want a, a good intro into them, check out their PS uh, album, which is kind of retrospective. Nice. 
I um listened to Wilder Woods title album. Yep. Today, which was very good. Of course. It's, it's which I like this. It's just like John Foreman's style is different than Need to Breathe style. I mean, I mean, sorry, <laughs> than Switchfoot style. Right. Wilder Woods is different style than Need to Breathe, uh, which in general I think I like the Need to Breathe style better. But Wilder Woods was just. I don't know. It's what I. It's a good like, alternative. Yeah, it's it's what yeah. I needed to hear this morning. I had to be in the right mood for it, but it was pretty good stuff. So that's I think the first time I've listened through all the way. Which didn't he just release a new single as well? Uh, it's, or he I was think featured. It's an acoustic version, something? and he's got some remixes and stuff like that. Um, I think he was just featured on something big that released though. I thought somebody was featured with him on something else. I don't know. It got it got kind of complicated. Yeah. Um, and keep then it, keep it simple. Featuring Wilder Woods. Yeah. Came out. Okay. This year sometime. And then, um, uh, are you done with music? I yeah, I'm done with okay. music. I'm ready to go to. Okay, yeah. Um, will you go ahead and share what you've been watching, and I'll share what I've been watching. Okay, cool. You can make fun of me. Okay, good. So well, you'll uh, probably make fun of me too. <laughs> okay, so Disney Plus. Last night I watched like four episodes of Sweet Life on Deck. Okay, I will so make fun of you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but don't worry, you'll make fun of me too. Uh, have you ever seen the show? I don't even know what it is. Okay, so there's a Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, which is uh, Dylan and Cole Sprouse. Uh, this was after your time, I guess. Yeah, you're okay. not making any sense to me, but well, go ahead, continue. Anyway, it's uh, these kids, they're twins, and their mom works at a hotel, and they basically live in the hotel, and they do all kinds of crazy stuff and all kinds of shenanigans, and they're probably, I don't know, 12, 13 years old. So then, after that happens, uh, the follow-up series is called Sweet Life on Deck, and basically they go on a cruise ship, and a bunch of the other kids... Uh, go on the cruise ship and ha- ha- like have school on the cruise ship, okay. and they're running around. Like their parents work there or something like that. No, I don't. Their mom uh, is still working at the hotel, but somehow they get scholarship to go on the cruise ship. And then the owner of the hotel and the owner of the cruise ship, uh, his daughter, he ends up like shipping her off on the ship, and she like gets mad in one of the episodes and calls a helicopter to come pick her up and. You know, everywhere she goes, she's thrown you know, in one of the episodes last night. She's like, "Here, take this twenty thousand dollars," and like hands in twenty thousand dollars in cash and acts like it's no big deal. So, right, there's so good... it's very applicable to real life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's totally not. And see, I enjoyed it so much as a kid, and now I'm watching. I'm like, this is so not real, and so like all the characters are over exaggerating everything they do. That's Dis- That's and, most Disney yeah, stuff in, in general. And I, I enjoyed every second yeah. of it. No, I, I, uh, I haven't been watching, but I watched. Uh, I've been going back when I can watching Boy Meets World on Disney Plus as well. I almost so, watched that last night yeah. when we were watching. Um, but it's funny, like uh, Boy Meets World as compared to Girl Meets World. Yeah, um, there's a lot more overacting in Girl Meets World, just because I think that's kind of where Disney ended up or has ended up. Like it's just kind of that way. Anyway, um, I've been watching uh, My Hero Academia. Um, uh, you want to talk about nerd stuff? Uh, thanks to actually one of our part timers, uh, Jake, one of our part timers here, uh, suggested it, and basically it is uh, a Japanese cartoon. Um, nice. Yeah, but it's about this uh, this world where like eighty percent of the population has developed these superpowers, like different types of quirky superpowers. Um, and this one kid, uh, he did not develop one, while all his other classmates did. And uh, his goal is still to become a hero. And so he's trying to get into this hero school. And so he ends up 
meeting the superhero and the superhero like kind of works with him and wants to pass his powers along to him and all this sort of stuff and yeah it's it's very very nerdy it's an anime that doesn't surprise me with you though but yeah dude i enjoy a good one you know i i grew up with uh cartoon network toonami uh watching dragon ball and uh dragon ball z and gundam wing and uh trigun and cowboy bebop and all those uh and this is where you lost me yeah exactly (laughs) So, but uh, Cartoon Network was on its way out when I got old enough. To oh, I was I was at the peak of Cartoon Network. We're talking Dexter's Laboratory, Power I see, I watched Girls. That one. I watched that one. Yeah, um, I didn't like Ed and Nettie, but it I was watched there. that one and I did like um, it. <laughs> uh, I loved Samurai Jack. Um, that was that one of my favorites. Me. That was the same guy who created Powerpuff Girls okay. and Dexter's Laboratory. Uh, Johnny Bravo. I watched um, that. Man, I'm trying to remember. Uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Um, which I watched was okay. some of that. Yeah, I wasn't uh, a huge fan. It's hard to Cat remember dog. a bunch of those. Cat Dog was Nickelodeon. Oh, dang it. Yeah. See, that's where I was in the transition from Cartoon Network to gotcha. Nickelodeon. Yeah, Cartoon Peak. Network had their cartoon cartoons, is what they called them. Yep. And it was like Dexter's Laboratory. But Well, yeah, I guess we both watched some embarrassing stuff this week. We did. And, you know, um, <laughs> and it was great. Yeah, the good thing is we watched some embarrassing stuff, but I'm sure Deanna watched so much more embarrassing stuff. I'm sure I she know was. I she did ridiculous with her embarrassing stuff but she's not here to defend herself so i love it so maybe you are trying to concentrate whether it is working on the bills or maybe trying to go to sleep at night well i want to encourage you to check out the new jradio.com and on there uh, one of my favorite uh, creators is a chill hop creator. It is all kinds of cool uh, concentration music over hip hop beats, and you can check it out. It's all right there, available at jradio.com. So, not too long ago, we did uh, a What Would You Do If You Won a Million Dollars on the podcast? 10 million. 10 million. Was it 10 million? Or ha- not even one. It was like if you had 10 million or something like that. Yeah. No, I, I think it was if you. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, that's the cool thing is that it doesn't matter because none of us will ever see $10 million. <laughs> um, <laughs> For real, though. But uh, we were talking about like other scenarios, like what would you do? Um, and uh, funny enough, this past week, you know, we had a little bit of sleet, a little bit of snow. So, uh, we were pondering the question, uh, what would you do if you were snowed in at your house for a week? And so let's just to, to put a setting for you, let's say it's like around this time, like right now, uh, currently, like if you were at your home, you and your wife, and all of a sudden you were snowed in for an entire week, what would you do? I'm just trying to think if we would make it, like can't go anywhere, right? <laughs> You can walk places like you can go outside, but you got to think businesses are probably shut down. Okay, um, but you can you can leave your home and walk. You just can't drive. See, I was trying to think if we'd even have enough food to last for a week, because most everybody bought the bread out and the eggs out before, right? <laughs> all that stuff. No, I think confirmation there that Jared's not a prepper. Honestly, no, no, no. We we plan a week ahead, right? But like towards the end, no, of the, I meant like prepper, like oh you know, no, doomsday, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. nuclear holocaust prepper. No, nope, I'm not. Okay. Um. Oh God! Did the heat go out too? Electricity's out. Oh, so so, so yes. So now, so you don't have gas heat then? I don't have gas. Okay, heat. I have electric heat. All right. So I do think because we do prep groceries and everything a week ahead of time. However, this week 
we ended up changing two or three different days. So I think we could make it because we have a couple of meals that we haven't cooked yet. So maybe ration too. Well, but then even at that, the meats and the like the meat would go bad really fast. Yeah, and how could you cook it? Oh, <laughs> do you have a grill? Propane? I propane do. Gu- I do. Grill? I do. I do. Okay. So I'd be good with the grill. Okay. So food wise, I think we could ration by. That it would have to be For rations. Week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but even like we keep sandwich stuff at our house. Yeah. Of course, then the sandwich meat would get cold. But or but, not cold. I mean, you could well, put it out in the snow. That's true. Uh, okay. 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 Yeah. Whew, I'm getting worried, man. I'm getting all yeah. worked up over here. Um. So I would say. First of all, everybody's first reaction is go play in the snow. But if I don't have heat, I'm not going to play in the snow. Right. So I think you stay inside. I almost think, uh, uh, I guess you could watch Netflix, but then your phone battery. You don't have internet. Yeah. Well, well, you do if you have, but but then your battery. But also who knows, like. uh, The towers. The towers, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Well. You might have to play cards. I was going to say, we have a lot of board (laughs) games. So I say, like blankets all over the place mm-hmm. pull out the board games uh oh, no coffee mm. oh no man this is this is getting bad you might want to look up how to do that maybe over your uh grill like maybe you can make coffee yeah, on your true. grill can you get water though now see okay um that's a good question. Like we have bottled water. We have bottled water. Though. Okay. I say the pipes may have burst, or the pipes may be okay, and the water is still right. be fine. Okay. Well, I'm gonna say that uh, we're gonna use the grill to cook the food. We're gonna sit around all day and sleep a lot, cover up a lot, and uh, play board games. Would now mentally being confined to your home for seven days? How would you and or your wife do? Oh, I would do great. I love being at home. Uh-huh. Caitlin would probably die just from <laughs> just, just from, from being stuck something. at home. Like she'd be like, "You're the only person I've seen for the past seven days. I got to go see some other people." Right? Like she'd be walking. You'd meet your neighbors, no doubt. Like she would, she would try to walk to my parents' house, which is you know a good fifteen minute drive. If oh, that wow. tells you anything. Like just to go see other people. I'm yeah. telling you, that's how crazy she would go. I would be like. Have fun. <laughs> I'm gonna stay here. <laughs> she like, gets lost in a snowdrift, and you're at home. Like that's slightly my dream. Like for her to get lost. No, in no, snow not drift. that. Not that. <laughs> I meant the part about uh, being stuck at home for okay. for a week. So I would, I would be okay. She would totally hate it. Yeah. How about for you guys? Honestly, I would be excited about it. Yeah. Um, even having a, a two kids under the age of five. Um, so I remember uh, the blizzard of 93 in our area. Uh, Back in 93. Yeah. So I was I was nine years old. My brother was seven years old. Um, and we, we were literally confined to our home in the surrounding area for close to seven days, maybe seven days, a while. Um, no electricity, um, any of that stuff. We had a... Uh, um, we actually had a propane heater that we had inside the house and we ended up shutting all the doors and basically living out of one room. Like we moved our mattresses all into one room. That way you can find yeah. the heat in the area yeah. and that in there. Um, and so, uh, I remember we even cooked, uh, wait, what um, kind of heater did you say? Propane heater. So did you have to go get gas or did you have it? We had it. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, but we, like we set, uh, cans of beans and stuff like that mm-hmm. like on top of it uh, to cook it that way so nice. pretty awesome um, but I think uh, the first couple of things I would do uh, would be to cover the windows and the doors um, oh, see I wouldn't even thought about so, that so 
uh, either nail uh, blankets and stuff over them or uh, but just in some way to uh, take care of that heat loss because especially downstairs we have two giant windows uh, on the front of our house and so uh, covering all that um, I think we'd probably do the same thing we'd probably live out of uh, the downstairs so probably try to um, seal off the upstairs somehow um, close all the doors uh, you know maybe even put a blanket across the stairs or something like that to, to shut that off um, so then we're just down where we have uh, a bathroom uh, the kitchen and stuff like that um, we have gas heat so we'd be able to have our fireplace going the whole entire time um, which I'm like yes that's awesome because I don't have any other heater uh, and honestly, our kids, man, we got plenty of stuff for them to play with uh, throughout the building. So, man, toys I was, and stuff like that. I was all worried about what we were going to do and all that. I didn't even think about all the yeah. important stuff. Well, you know, and then like you were talking about like um, uh, the food and stuff like that. Uh, we probably have enough canned items, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, we'd probably have corn every single day, you know, but we have enough canned items that we can make stuff work. Um, the, the biggest question, kind of like you, uh, you had there for a second too, but you said you had bottled water is water. You know, if the, if the pipes burst, um, and we don't have water, uh, then we'd have to like melt snow or something like that. Um, that'd be kind of fun though. Yeah. Um, but even then, uh, I probably need some kind of filter. Like I maybe, maybe I need to go talk to my local doomsday prepper and, and see what kind of stuff. Or instead of all that stuff, you just get to his house first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That is the big thing. Just uh, take over his home, and I'm good. Yeah, I I almost think I would want to, maybe not seven days, but if it was sorry, I'm taking the exercise way outside of what uh-huh. it was. But if it was a, like ten days, I might be trying to get to my closest, like my grandparents' house is in between my house and my parents' house. Mm-hmm. So I might be like, "Hey, Dad, why don't y'all make your way to here and let's all get together?" And do you? By the way, they keep a bunch of canned food. <laughs> You just leave your home then? I think so. Yeah. I mean, what what good what can you do being there? Yeah, for for just a snowstorm, I guess nothing too bad. But, you know, if we start talking about doomsday prepping, that oh, might now, be a whole other yeah, episode. Yeah, that, that could be a whole different one. So, yeah, I think we would make it though, and in a sense, sometimes we get so crazy busy with technology and everything and like I used to like snow days and oh, yeah. going outside and kind of yeah. being away. So in a sense, I would enjoy that. But yeah, it'd be fun. Um, for, for a little while. Maybe right. Maybe three to four days, the seven gets a little long. The, well, the biggest thing is, you know, obviously here in the South where people freak out about snow, um, there is the possibility of being like shut in for seven days should it blizzard. Um, everyone else, you know, outside of the South, <laughs> like, you know, the Northeast, they're like That's normal. dorks, you know, exactly. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. So me and Jared are hosting today's Work Tech Fun, but did you know that we have another podcast? Me and Jared have been doing another one for about a year called Hope Talk, and we, well, talk about hopeful things. We have guests on there quite a bit, discussions ranging from, you know, what's it mean to be a parent to uh, what are seven misused phrases that people often reference as actual scripture? Well, 
You can check out that and more topics like that from our Hope Talk podcast. Just subscribe to it wherever you're listening to us right now. So I don't know if you have been into any of the personality Weren't tests. you talking earlier about how you hate starting conversations with so? Ah. Yeah. Let me try again. I don't know if... There you go. <laughs> I don't know if you're into... So I don't know if... I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. Into the personality test and all that kind of stuff. You know, everybody is It is crazy. funny that we're doing that without Deanna when she is... That's true. 100% into personality stuff. Uh, the Enneagram was a big one. And mm-hmm. even like Deanna got into a big for a while. And then oh, yeah. I think she hates it now. Really? Uh, which is... I could be wrong about that. That but could be a, a part of her personality. <laughs> it could be. She is so a five or three or whatever the heck she's such a nine yeah do you really know no i'm not either um but i really like the myers-briggs like i and everybody's like oh you're so far behind you're still stuck on that but it's just something that i enjoy yeah but it kind of opens up the conversation about personalities and by the way you know the problem with all those tests is that they box us into uh different you know Mm -hmm. you for example, I'm an INTJ or Deanna's a nine or a three or a five, whatever yeah. the heck she is. But uh, we were reading some questions about personality that I guess makes it a little bit more not boxy, not like sticking yeah, in there. Yeah, they're just open-ended questions. Yeah, just open-ended questions. So we, we're going to talk yeah. through some of those and have a little bit of fun with them. So, um, I mean, going right off the bat, like what do you think is your best aspect of your personality? Like what's the best aspect when it comes to you? Man, you use the hard one first. Don't right. ask about me. Ask about other people. But okay, uh, one thing that uh, I'm a learner, okay. And so I'm always taking from other people and uh, always willing, to, I guess, listen to other people and mm-hmm. like at least, especially people who know more than me or they're smarter than me. I'm quick to recognize that and try to learn from them. What about you? I. Uh, Probably my uh, even killness. So oh, yeah. my, uh, I would um, agree. Uh, I don't get rocked very easily. Um, I don't get stressed out. Don't worry very easily. Uh, it takes a lot. Um, so uh, I'm very fond of that personally because, like, to me, seeing worried people and seeing stressed out people and seeing anxious people, like, just blows my mind it doesn't worry me but yeah. it's like oh i don't i couldn't live like that so how much do you look at me and you're like whoa there, there are times where sometimes you know you're like i've got a i've got a voice track i've got to do this and i'm like wow you mean, you mean every friday you need, you need to chill dude you, <laughs> yeah. let's let's go get you something to drink or yeah. something i don't know um but yeah I, I think that's probably my favorite aspect now on the other side um the worst aspect of my personality kind of plays into that in the same way is my laziness so because I don't get worked up about things or uh, excited about things, a lot of times I can put things off, or uh, which that doesn't surprise you. No, not um, at all. But uh, I can uh, not feel the urgency um, that might be necessary. So uh, I think, yeah, my, my even killness and my laziness, is, it's a double-edged sword, unfortunately. How about yeah. you? What's the worst uh, aspect of yours? I think actually it's interesting that you kind of use your strength to go to your weakness as well. Because mm-hmm. I would do the same thing, and that even though I like to learn, if I think I'm smarter than somebody, that sounds awful. <laughs> I feel bad saying that, but I mean, if I think I know more than somebody, I am bound and determined that that person has to agree with me. 
And so I will not only explain to them why they're wrong, I will then re-explain if they don't then change the way <laughs> that they feel. And then I'll re-explain until they decide. So, I mean, even in an argument, eventually people get to the point where they're like, yeah, you're right there. I said it. And I'm, and then I, I'm not even saying, you only said that because you're still you not going to stop. You're still not yeah. uh, pleased. And with so that. then I try to explain it again. Right. <laughs> so I think that's probably my worst. Understand me is what you're basically. N- not even that. Understand and agree with Uh-oh. me. <laughs> agree with me. Problem, which there is the go. problem. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, that's, you said that's your worst aspect. When you look at other people, what personality traits do you despise? Uh, I would say some sort of uh, uh, not not perfectionist. That's not a good way to say it, but when not precise maybe is a better way to say okay. it. And so, uh, and maybe not caring. And I feel like it's not caring enough to be mm-hmm. precise. So, you know, if somebody comes in to do some work on a project I'm working on and they're just sloppy in the whole thing. And, uh, and basically you go, Hey man, you're a little sloppy with this. And it's like, Oh, well kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's the, a mixture of, I guess, not caring enough to do a good job at things. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, mine, we've actually talked about this week too, uh, is entitlement. Oh yeah. Uh, entitlement irks me more than anything. And so, uh, I think honestly, uh, it came like, it probably started way early because uh, my mom kind of has a similar uh, personality trait, but I think it was magnified when I was, uh, waiting tables serving, yeah. uh, during, uh, college because man, if, if you snap your fingers at me, Ooh. Oh dude. Dude, we're, that was we're, bad. we're gonna have a problem. It's only, it, dude. It really doesn't happen. Most people are genuinely decent human beings, right? Um, but you get those, you know, Sunday after church rednecks, um, and man, man alive! Like I've never come closer to wanting to to punch <laughs> a person in the face than, you know, hey, server, server. Like you know, they don't use your name. They snap at you. Um, you know, and you're like in my case, I was talking to someone else and. You know, entitlement just, I don't know, it, it drives me crazy. I, I could not handle entitlement yeah, at all. Yeah, I understand that. So, well, what do you think, like, when it comes to personality, whether it's you, someone else, like an entitled person or whatever, can people change their personalities? Uh, see, I love this question. Uh, I think you can overcome your personality. Ooh. Okay. And I've thought about this yeah. a lot and I've had conversations. Uh I will give you an example. I know some people who are very prone because of their personality. Uh, sorry, I'm going to call you out <laughs> for being just just being late a lot of times. Yeah. Um, but there are ways that you can, I like to say, cope with your personality in a sense because all I, like, of, I liked your overcome word. Yeah, yeah. Well, all of our personalities have positives and have negatives, and so that means that there are aspects that we want to amplify in our personalities. And there are other things that we do that I guess we kind of want to downplay in a sense. And so ultimately, I don't think like part of my personality, I'm a very introverted person when I get around people I don't know. I will never overcome that. Uh, Let me hold on. I like the way I use the word before. (laughs) I will never not be introverted, but I've learned enough to be around people and in a sense overcome my shyness. Now, that doesn't mean that I, you know, all of a sudden... I love being around people and I get energy from being around people. Regardless, I can't overcome the fact that when I'm alone and away from people is when I kind of regain my energy. Yeah. What do you think? You know, I I, th- I think 
I probably would have uh, spent a long time trying to come up with that word that you did, overcome. I think people. And can, I just spit it out right yeah, away. Look at that. I, I think people can overcome their personalities. Um, I think you're right. Uh, um, which will it kind of we'll talk about that. I got another question after this um, that kind of goes back into what I'm wanting to say right now, but I'm going to wait. Um, but uh, I think overcoming your personality, uh, you know, setting structures and yeah. Uh, um, uh, what's like habits there you go structures yeah. and habits and stuff like that um setting those up so that you can progress through something that uh either you're wanting to change or like i mean it might not even be a bad thing but something that you're wanting to change yeah. you can set structures and processes exactly. and habits around it um so i guess what i was wanting to to bring up just a second ago and what i want to ask now then um how much of our personality is genetic and how much is environment like where do our personalities come from that's a good question uh and I think it's a mixture of both. Well, I mean, I guess the question even kind of right. <clears throat> tended towards that. Nature, nurture. Um, but I mean, both, just like I mentioned being introverted, both of my parents are introverts. And so, but then even at that, you ask, am I an introvert because of my genetics? Or what happened if I would have been adopted as a kid? Like as soon as I was born, I was adopted by two extroverts. Yeah. Then do I become extroverted because well, that's what, about, what I'm around. What about your sister? She's, we're all introverts. You're all introverts. All but like, there's got to be s- some things to where like your parents are one way, you may be one way, and your sister's the exact opposite, or yeah. you know, you both are exact opposite. Of yeah, your me parents. and my mom are sweet, and my dad and my sister are mean. <laughs> well, there so. you go. <laughs> yeah. No, I think uh, there. I think environment plays a lot more of a role on uh, on your personality than what we realize, mm-hmm. and I'll even. Uh, this is probably a stupid example, but when I first started working here, uh, I remember listening to some, like, obviously we record a lot of stuff and I remember listening back to stuff from when I first started working here. And I'm like, do I talk with that much of an accent? And then everybody makes comments about how my parents talk pretty Southern, Mm -hmm. but ultimately I spend a lot more time around here than I do with my parents. And I don't necessarily talk the way they do. I've adapted to my environment and I know that might not be a personality trait, but I think that's a good example of the kind of the way that our per- yeah the way that our personalities can work because there are uh, aspects to personalities that really do come from the people that we're around mm-hmm. more I, than more than we think. I right? Think it's it's got to be it's definitely a mixture of the two. I think there are tendencies naturally built into us, like that we're like kind of created with. You know, things like uh, you know somebody may be more prone to be uh, uh, stoic, you know, yeah. and straight uh, faced or something like that. Um, and someone else may be more prone to be bubbly and outgoing. Yeah. Um, and then based on the environment they're in, they're either those traits are fostered and encouraged or they're downplayed and dismissed or um, unused. Yeah. And so I think, uh, I think it's kind of like, you know, there's a core uh, at birth yeah. that you kind of have. Um, and then based upon the environment you're in, certain things flourish and certain things are pruned. Yeah. So. Well, I think a good example, maybe better than my family, my wife's family, her mom is extreme extrovert and her dad, I would say is introverted. And so in a sense, I guess they all, all three of the kids had a chance to be both. And ultimately I think because introverts and like her dad's more quiet and her, uh, you know, her mom is uh, more, outgoing more outgoing and, yeah. you know, sharing 
a lot of other stuff. They a lot of them ended up or pretty much all three of them ended up with the extroverted. Now, uh, Caitlin's sister is much less extroverted, but right. still, that's a trait. I, I think she's probably more towards the introverted side, but because of her environment, has become more extroverted. If that makes sense. No, it does make sense, so. and yeah, I think it's it's somewhere between the two, uh, yeah. between nature and nurture, environment and genetics, and and that does go back to like you said, whether it can change or not. Right. Yeah. So maybe we'll figure it out someday, or maybe somebody who has some sort of government grant worth millions and millions of dollars will release a a research paper on it. Work Tech Fun, a PCM podcast.